Our Legal Ease segment brings you information and explanations of court rulings, and we also aim to help our listeners understand the law in general and know their rights. Listeners outside of South Africa are reminded that we may sometimes refer to foreign rulings, but the focus is on South African law. Today we have Advocate Hector van Heerden with us again. Good morning, tea and listeners. Today we focus and discuss what is called the doctrine of common purpose, a very contentious subject which has been misunderstood from the point of application in various criminal trials. That misconception is that there is only one form and one set of prerequisites in the application thereof, and this myth can be put to rest today. Hector, can you explain and define the doctrine of common purpose? Yes, common purpose is a legal fiction which is created and applied in law. With reference to Sneijman, he defines common purpose as follows. If two or more people having a common purpose to commit a crime act together in order to achieve that purpose, the conduct of each of them in the execution of that purpose is imputed to the other. Can you perhaps provide us with a simplified example of common purpose? Yes, using the crime of murder, where two perpetrators or people decide to get together and they agree to kill another person, a victim. And in this agreement, they decide that one of them will drive the motor vehicle to the crime scene and the other will buy or steal a firearm and do the shooting. Their actions, the driving and the shooting, will be attributed to each other. For the Afrikaans-speaking listeners, in simple language, So, in short, each of their actions will be regarded as having been imputed on each other. In driving the car, as well as the shooting of the victim, for this purpose, as a result of the agreement between them. So, why would the prosecution want to use this application when prosecuting certain crimes? Well, Using our murder example, we can see that the shooting of a firearm to kill someone intentionally constitutes murder. But driving a vehicle on its own does not constitute a crime unless you have no license. Should the prosecution be able to prove that they had prior agreement to this with the aim of achieving the intended outcome, which is the murder, the driver in this case can be held criminally liable in regard to the action of shooting as well, and thus the requisite elements of the criminal liability will be sufficient to constitute murder. How many types or forms of common purpose exist? This is the problematic part. Some prosecutors and practitioners believe there is only one form of common purpose, and this we can see by way they formulate their charge sheet, which is vague in the framing thereof. There are two types one by agreement and the other by active association. The first agreement or mandate, where perpetrators enter into an agreement expressed or implied prior to embarking on the crime. So they discuss and agree and reach consensus in this way. The second, active association, such as rioters or mob violence, where no prior agreement was reached, but for a certain outcome they act together in concert. Are there different requirements for the application of this mechanism? Yes, there are different requirements in each leg. The first agreement had to have 
been established an agreement between the two perpetrators for some time before, followed by the conduct as an element of criminal liability. The second act of association is a bit more complex and is explained by the Honorable Justice Boerter in S versus Msidi and others. Yari says, a person will be held liable if the following requirements are satisfied. He must have been present at the scene. He must have been aware of the assault. He must have had intent to make common cause with the other perpetrators. He must have manifested the sharing of the common purpose with the perpetrators by performing an act and he must have had the requisite intent or mens rea. So the requirements here are more stringent. Hector, as an advocate, do you think the use of common purpose in law is a good thing? Yes. If we did not have this mechanism, many criminals would have conspired and participated and never have been charged or convicted for that matter and possibly gained from proceeds of crime, with the result that there would have been a permanent vacuum or lacuna in our legal system. Once again, I must caution that this is our interpretation and the matter is subject to other legal interpretations. Until next time, listeners, take care and have a good day.